Hey, my name is Bill. And my name is Danny. And we are a, a couple, couple of park, park hoppers. hoppers. The free Disney Genie, Genie Plus, and individual Lightning Lane is now live in Walt Disney World. We got to try our hand at Genie Plus the other day, and we're going to tell you exactly what our experience was like right now. Let's, Let's hop, hop to it. it. Man, oh man, does it feel good to be back. We are back. After I'm, a week off, we are back. We are back. Um, last The last week has been a... A whirlwind. A whirlwind. It's been a difficult week. Um, and that's something I think that, you know, we may talk about further on down the line. But, uh, you know, there's so much for us to talk about and a lot of stuff positive things for us to be thankful for and be grateful for yes and, for sure and you know time together and new things to experience at the theme parks and so for right now we're gonna focus on all of those things we are and as you can tell by the wonderful instrumental from the new live action version of aladdin this is friend like me and we have actually started the show with friend like me different versions Several times in recent weeks because we Genie Plus is here. It is here. And it is very cool. We got to experience it for the first time this past week in person. And that's what this episode is going to be all about. And I'm not going to lie. How much is going on with all of this has been a great distraction this week from sure. everything that's been going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Now, guys, we have so much to talk about because this offering everything that's been happening this week that Disney has let out has so many awesome details that we didn't know when they first announced it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like when you get anything new. You kind of have to learn the way it works. When you get a new game, you got to take it out. You got to play with it. Sometimes <laughs> instructions or, you know, word of mouth is tough to understand until you actually do it yourself. And it's honestly pretty easy. Yeah, I, I definitely would say so. But let's first off rewind a little bit because one of the things <laughs> mew, 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 mew. one of the things that I think is that a lot of people when I talk to them they're like, hang on a second, Wh which is what? Hang yeah. on. So, yeah, it's confusing. There's three different uh, levels of genie, I guess. Well, there's three different. Yeah, there's. There and sometimes even when you explain it, it's almost a little bit harder to to break down. But there's three things that you need to know, and we're gonna just going go over that briefly. First off, Disney Genie, the new offering, and this is free. They should call it Freeny. Freeny, that's not as <laughs> Disney Freeny. That doesn't sound as good. Um, now I would so Disney Genie. It has um, a tip board. It helps you make your way around the park. It gives you guidance to make the most out of your Disney day. Yeah. And this is included in your admission. It costs nothing extra. It is free neat 99. So basically kind of how to hack your Disney trip. Yeah. Now, Disney Genie Plus is the paid, um, the paid edition. So it's $15 per person per day. Or $15.98, including tax. Yes. Um, which we found out day of. Yes. That extra dollar. Ah! <laughs> hey, that that's taxes yeah. for you. Um, now for that, that includes, I believe it's up to f it's up to forty rides. Is that correct? Yeah, it's it's basically every attraction in the parks except for two per park. There are uh, exclusions, but it's almost every single attraction um, in each park except for two in each park that you are able to book. Kind of like FastPass previously was. If Lightning Lane. <laughs> if there was availability. So there has to be availability for you to book those. But that is your tool when you pay for it to be able to book um, as you are able to with availability. And last is the individual Lightning Lane. Individual Lightning Lane. Yes. And those are going to... Uh, be pay per ride per person, and those prices. It's a lot of P's. Yeah. Pay per ride per person. And those prices, <laughs> those. Pr 
<laughs> those I'm trying to think of more P words. Those prices do fluctuate depending on um co- like uh what people are you know how many people are in the park supply and demand supply and demand thank you um it just depends on that so if you come on a random tuesday or wednesday those individual lightning lane prices may be a little bit lower where if you come christmas week you're probably looking at maybe the highest each of that a ride preposterous <laughs> amount of money <laughs> well so far i think it it does it no i'm saying for christmas week oh yes yeah you own another p word and i said preposterous oh wow I pop the peas in the people's ears preposterous. on the podcast oh yeah there you go <laughs> well the thing about that is um that's one ride per person and there's, there's a, a cost sing- to it right now you are automatically get disney genie you don't have to play anything more disney for freeney disney freeney it's gonna catch on i promise and then uh Disney Genie Plus, and then the individual Lightning Lane rides are both an additional cost. You do not have to buy both or one or the other. You're not required to buy anything additional. Correct. You're not required at all. You can just go to Disney and use the Disney Freenie and use it to kind of navigate your day at the parks, and you don't have to buy a single thing. You can just get in standby lines all day long. So as of right now, as of this recording, at Walt Disney World... Uh, Disney Freenie is free 99. Love it. Uh, Disney Genie Plus, which gives you access to 40 plus rides if there is availability, is $15 plus tax per person per day. And then last, we have our individual lightning lane rides that vary by price depending on supply and demand. There you okay. go. Any well qu- done. Any questions, class? Yes. Please, please hold your questions to the end of the class. <laughs> um, but so I hope if you were not quite sure how that broke down, that that kind of clears it up for you guys. Because once you kind of understand that part, the rest of it kind of starts to fall into place. Class, you got that? Yes, Miss Danny. Very good, class. <laughs> <laughs> so first off, this dropped on October the 19th. Yes. And so we actually were not there for the very first day. No. Nope. Um, we were working and... Well, kind of. You weren't really working, were you? I was waiting for a computer to get shipped here. You were monitoring how the Genie Plus experience was going on day one very closely. I was. I was watching it very closely because there were a lot of people who actually went and tried to try it out day one, which in my humble opinion, and I know we had talked about this, day one isn't really a good representation of how things are going to go. Tons of people were going to try it. A lot of the Lightning Lane experiences were going to be gone or sold out or unavailable. And it just wasn't going to be an accurate reflection of what the Genie Plus service is. So we decided not to do it that day and try to do it a different day about a week later, which we did. Right. And so um, it did drop on October 19th around, I would say, 12.15, the new app dropped. So they had an updated app. Now, if you're listening to this and going, wait a second, I don't have any of this, go check and see if you need to update your Disney app. Yep. Um, that All of these things are automatically going to be available for you in the app. Here's how you can tell if you have the updated app. The app icon before was a blue square with a white Mickey Mouse head. Right. Now it is a 50th anniversary logo. Yes. That's how you know if your app is updated and you're able to access the Genie service. Yes. So that did drop on uh, about 12.15 and right away uh, people started purchasing a Genie Plus and that's going to be that $15. 98. 15, 15, 98. 15, 98. Don't forget to tell people per, about the 98 cents, Danny. Per person, per day. Um, so we're kind of rolling back to October 19th. So let's see. Do we want to talk about first about what we learned about day one or should we just go over some overall details first? Yeah, let's uh, let's discuss what you kind of uncovered as far as monitoring the service online and what people were saying about it. All right. So for the overall details, first off, uh, we learned we thought it was $15 flat. What we did learn right, right away was, as Bill said, it was fifteen dollars plus tax, ah, taxes, <laughs> making it fifteen ninety eight. Now, a couple of other things we also learned: 
when purchasing Genie Plus, you can either purchase for all days at booking. If you're if you have a vacation booked, a stay at Walt Disney World. Right. So maybe while you're booking like your resort, it'll ask you while you're buying your tickets if you want to add on Genie Plus for all days. Correct. Um, or you can book individual days. So the the flip side of this is if you want to just put it all you know, maybe you're putting it on a credit card, you're making payments, those kind of things. For Genie Plus, it's all or nothing when you're booking. However, if you decide that you want to kind of pick and choose... Play it by ear. ...when you want to use that, then, yeah, exactly, play it by ear, you can book as the days come on. And I'm going to tell you, it's not very difficult to purchase. it's very, very easy. I will say, though, if somebody is more concerned about things like, you know, paying it off on a credit card or having to, like, make payments, you know, something like that might be beneficial. It just really depends on your individual uh, situation. Now, we learned that lightning lane times were passed out sequentially. So they start early in the morning. And um, as time goes on, as those disappear, you're going to get later into the day. Right. Now, the old FastPass system was not like that. You could pick and choose your times. So if you, you know, jump on early in the day for something that you really want, but you want to ride that later, you're going to want to wait to book that because they're getting passed out from, you know, open to close. I do like that it's kind of a first come, first serve type deal and you can't pick later times because, you know, there's going to be people who won't want to park hop to say Hollywood Studios later on and ride Tower of Terror at night. Right. You know, and those those lightning lane um, options for Tower of Terror, if somebody wants to ride at night from 7.30 to 8.30 are all going to be gone. And you don't want that. You want them to be passed out in order of the of how the day goes, which it, is nice. Exactly. Or if you're going to a park early, you want to be able to grab those early right. passes. It doesn't do you any good if you're trying to, you know, hop to another park and a lightning lane pass that you want to book is already booked for the morning. Um, it just, it, it makes a lot of sense to be passing them out sequentially. I like that a lot. Yeah. So do I. It, it's a lot cleaner almost. Yes. Um, now you can book one lightning lane at a time with Genie Plus. However, this is where people start to have question marks above their head when we're talking about this. What we did learn on the day of is that if a li- if you book a lightning lane that is over two hours away, you have to wait 120 minutes. Two hours. And then you can book another lightning lane. So for example, let's just say you get on in the morning and a ride like Slinky Dog is, uh, is ha- the earliest availability is four o'clock. And let's just say you booked it as early as you can, 9 a.m., you can book that. At 4 o'clock, um, you'll have that lightning lane available. However, at 9 a.m., after you've booked that 4 o'clock slinky dog, you have to wait those two hours to book another lightning lane. Right. So at 11 o'clock, you can now book another lightning lane. And you hadn't even had to use the slinky dog at 4 o'clock yet, which is what we thought was going to be the case when, G- when Genie Plus is coming out, because they they were emphasizing you hold one at a time and you book it in the park. Right. And so now we discovered on day one from some friends and, and folks that were using it uh, that you were actually able to hold two at a time, but you had to wait that two-hour window from the first one that you booked uh, until you booked the second one. And I'm not sure if there's a max that you can hold at a time, That actually. I'm not sure. We haven't tried that out yet. Yeah. I know that I've seen so people like stack hold the up to three. Yeah. So, like, let's just say you get on at nine, and at nine o'clock you book a lightning lane for later, if it's available later in the evening or right. later in the afternoon. Right. Then you get on at 11, and you book another lightning lane. And then you get on at um, one o'clock and book another lightning lane. Yep. Uh, but if they're further away... Um, over two hours, you have to wait those two hours. However, the way that this is kind of built to be done is for you to get on at 9 a.m., see that you have a lightning lane available at 9.15, 9.30. Go ride that ride, and as soon as you're off of that ride, to be able book to another book one. another lightning lane, right. possibly for, you know, maybe you see something that has 
availability in like 10 minutes. 10, 10.30, something like that. Exactly. So it's meant to be booked like that, but there are different ways that um, this has kind of, the chips have fallen, so to say. Disney fans are smart people. They're going to figure out how to hack the system and beat the system. And this this thing that we're talking about here, say you wanted to go to Hollywood Studios in the afternoon one day, mm-hmm. and you bought Lightning Lane or Genie Plus. You bought Genie Plus to get the access to the all the Lightning Lane um, rides. Uh, you could theoretically, at 9 o'clock, book your first one for 3 p.m. Right. Then at 11 o'clock, you could book one for 3.30. Right. At 1 o'clock, you could book one for 4 o'clock. At 3 o'clock, you could book one for 4.30. And then by the time you get to the park, you'll literally have four Lightning Lane rides in a row. Right. And that's saying like that you are spending maybe like a half day at the park. Right. Uh, or maybe you're just waiting in lines at rides that are have shorter lines in you know at the beginning of the day. Right. But okay, so we we did learn that if a lightning lane is more than two hours away, you can book another one after two hours. Right. Um, lightning lanes can overlap, mm-hmm. so it's not like previously if you had a, like a dining reservation and a fast pass, it would say wait a second. I do like that. Um, yeah, I like that too because I think that you can make that work you just have to make sure that you're not late right um because another thing that we learned is that there are um there's no returns for the lightning lane and you get one shot at the ride so you can either go that's for the paid one right uh no for the other one too oh gotcha gotcha. so you can ride each ride one time you so lightning lane um genie plus those 40 rides, you can ride each one once. Um, you can't get it and just ride Peter Pan's flight <laughs> all day. Yeah. As much as my mom would love that. Um, the thing is, you you get one shot at that ride. So let's just say you book Peter Pan's flight and you don't make your time frame. You have lost that um, that spot. The opportunity to ride Peter Pan's flight. Right. And, you know, I'm Through sure if, I'm sure if any anything happened, like, you know, you could always talk to a cast member, but they're trying to make sure that people are it's it's worth it for you to get this service. Um, now, the thing is, you can go five minutes before and five minutes after that is the cutoff for any of these. You have a little bit of a grace period. But after that, sorry, you, you missed your time. Mm-hmm. We learned that people are stacking their return times, which we already talked about. We learned that you can let the app know that you're park hopping and start planning for another park. That's a feature that I really, really liked uh, because the what's uh, what's on the on the genie uh, part of the app in the new My Disney Experience update is what's called a tip board. And it kind of gives you suggestions for different things. You know, you can get dining reservations, um, shows, cavalcades, rides. It kind of shows you a whole board of like what's going on and what Lightning Lane uh, options are available. And uh, I really do like that part of the the Genie Plus thing. Yeah, so do I. Now, um, selections must be done for the first park in order for you to book at the second park. So Correct. you can't have, um, like, let's just say you're doing the the stacking thing, you're booking further out. You need to be done at your first park before you book in a second park. So, uh, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, they also want to make sure that you're making these times right. and they need to be realistic. And then one thing that we did learn and. I think it's something that had been discussed, but we hadn't really discussed, is that there are no returns for Lightning Lane Plus. Um, No no refunds, you mean? Right. No, uh, yeah, no refunds. So if the ride closes for the remainder of the day, you are actually refunded automatically currently is what they're doing. And then if the ride reopens and you can't go, you get that return to you in the form of a gift card. I mean, if you're going to be at the park, you're going to be spending money yeah, anyway. Right. But that's the way currently they're doing it. So it does state on there like you can't change times. There's no refunds. However, if it's not your fault, then there's a little bit of yeah. flexibility if, for that. If you've got a 7 p.m. Rise of the Resistance lightning lane that you paid for and the ride goes down for the rest of the day, they're going to refund your money. Yeah. It is what it is. It's not your fault and they're going to refund your money. Yeah. Now... 
those are some of the things, the overall details we learned on the first day and we've kind of discovered as we've been watching. In terms of the way everything kind of broke down on the first day, um, and I don't mean break down like stopped and had to be reset and, and go back up. I mean, just the way everything kind of um, happened on this, you know, the day all this launched. Um, on day one, we saw some things that I feel like um, after our experiences in the park, I don't think that you are going to see them unless you're coming either on a weekend or a holiday. What do you think? Yeah, I think a ton of people on day one ended up purchasing Genie Plus and a ton of people were using Genie Plus. So I don't think what happened on day one with a lot of uh, experiences disappearing, I don't think that's a very accurate reflection of uh, what's going to happen going forward on slower days, and it's and it might be an accurate reflection on what's going to happen on busier days. But we don't know that for sure. It all depends on how many people are actually using the service. Yeah, and so on that day, I was kind of just, refreshing and watching everything and a couple things that we noticed yeah. first first off uh what was the most popular on day one uh rise of the resistance was the most popular ride uh it was the paid lightning lane and it was gone like literally for the entire day by 9 40 a.m yeah that's that's crazy and that's and that's the individual paid one that's a 15 dollar ride just by itself and i think day one it was 13 I was it a little it was bit cheap? It was fifteen. It was okay. 15. Well, um, now day one. What was interesting was day one at seven a.m. Well, pause. If you are staying on property, you can book things earlier than yes. the rest of the yes. people. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. But at seven a.m., the inventory for people staying um, on property for Rise of the Resistance Lightning Lane Plus, so the individual individual paid Lightning Lane. Um, all of that w started to get purchased. At 8.59, the lightning, individual lightning lane was backed up to 7.15 p.m. That's crazy. So inventory was already gone Just up until the evening. Just from resort guests. Just from resort guests. At 9 a.m., when it rolled over into where the rest of everybody could purchase, um, inventory was released starting at 10 a.m., so it replenished on day one. That's good to know that the the inventory and the amount of Lightning Lane uh, tickets, I guess you would call them, could be purchased. Uh, it's good to know that the, the 7 to 9 a.m. resort guest window isn't the only time that you could possibly purchase that. It's good to know that at 9 o'clock there are some more tickets, quote-unquote, that are released back into the wild for people to uh, to be able to snatch up for rides like Rise of the Resistance, which is still a wildly popular ride, even though you can try to stand in the standby line and it kind of runs anywhere between 45 minutes to 160 minutes that I've seen. Yeah. So it's, uh, it, it's crazy, but it's good that um, the regular day guests are also allowed to uh, have an opportunity to purchase a, uh, a pass to ride Rise of the Resistance rather than having to stay on property to have that opportunity. Now, I'm trying to remember, did you say that that it did not replenish on a specific day for Rise of the Resistance? I didn't notice. You didn't notice? Okay. No. So I wasn't intending on buying it, so I wasn't really looking for it. So here's the thing, guys. This is all just from us watching. Yeah, it's research. This is, yeah, this is our research for science. Yep. Disney science. Um, but if you're kind of going, wait, is this, is that like official? It's just something that we have observed. And so it makes sense that it would happen like that mm -hmm. though. So um, again, at 9 a.m., more inventory was released. Now, speaking of popular, the rides that seemed to be the most popular on day one were Smuggler's Run, Slinky Dog Dash, Peter Pan, and Test Track. And all of those are included. All of those are included in your Genie Plus, that $15.98 per person per day. Those rides are included in that. And so one thing that we found fascinating, but not surprising, was that Slinky Dog Lightning Lane was gone by 11.45. For the rest of the day. So if you were trying to book a lightning lane or you were planning to do one later in the day, it was gone at 11.45 before you could even get lunch. So those lightning lane passes go quickly. 
And by six, around 6.30, Haunted Mansion, Winnie the Pooh, Peter Pan's Flight, Jungle Cruise, Splash Mountain, Monsters, Inc., all of those were gone for Lightning Lane with a closing time of 8.30. So this was still a couple of hours before the park closed. But Boo Bash was scheduled that night for 9 p.m. However, um, I was just trying to keep an eye on what was gone. What are we looking at today? Yeah, so like like you said, uh, Magic Kingdom was closing at 8.30 to the public that night. And you said all of the uh, the Lightning Lane passes that were included in Genie Plus for those rides that you uh, just mentioned were gone by 6.30 to 7.15, somewhere in that window. They just started dropping off the app. Right. And so, again, guys, this was day one. Yeah, a very, very busy day on the app. So you definitely can't, um, you, you you definitely can't expect it to be like that every time, but probably expect it to be like that on busier days. Right. And then, um, let's see, at Hollywood Studios at around 7 to 7.30 with a 9 p.m. close, um, Smuggler's Run, Rock and Roller Coaster, Muppets, and Slinky were all gone. Muppets was gone, huh? Muppets was gone. That's wild. I know. I don't know if people were just like... Looking for something to book. Yeah. <laughs> but I was I saw that it was gone. I was like, that's that's cool. Um I also don't know if Muppets maybe closes a little earlier. Could. It could because there are, you know, real Muppets in there. Sure. Then they need to go to bed. You know, you gotta put Stadler and Waldorf to bed before they start getting extra cranky. We cannot upset the Muppet unions. No. So would we take those very seriously. But um so that was on day one. And overall, I would say that watching day one was kind of exciting yeah. to see everybody kind of check it out and, you know, play with the new app. But we actually got to try it out for ourselves. We did. So um, I have been talking a lot about all the staring at the app that I did. I want you to talk about um, about on, when we went on the 26th. Yeah. So uh, shout out to uh, our friends, uh, uh chip and and steve they were here on tuesday with us and i went to the parks with them all day long and we were trying to knock stuff out with genie plus so we ended up purchasing genie plus danny joined us later in the day we'll get to that a little bit later but we started at disney's hollywood studios and one thing that i noticed right away is that i purchased or we all purchased genie plus just after midnight the night before so it was ready to go in the morning and because we weren't staying on uh or in a disney resort we did not have the 7 a.m. booking window. So we had to wait till 9 o'clock to be able to book our first lightning lane right when the park opened at 9 o'clock. Right. And you could do it from home. You didn't have to be in the park, but you had to wait till the park opened. And so right at like 8.55, I went on the app just to see, you know, what sold or, or what was picked up by resort guests. And... Slinky Dog Dash at Hollywood Studios was already, and we talked about they go sequentially, from 9 a.m. till the end of the to the end of the day at the park. Right. Slinky Dog, the first available was already 5:10 p.m. Right. And so there was 8 hours worth of sequential lightning lane passes that were taken for Slinky Dog before anybody outside of the resort guests were able to book anything. So that was kind of nuts. Um but what I noticed throughout the day, which was nice, is that Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror, arguably two of the most popular rides in the park. Uh, Toy Story Mania, Swirling Saucers, Star Tours, The Frozen Show, um, Beauty and the Beast. All that stuff was pretty ready, readily available within an hour, hour and a half if you wanted to book it all throughout the day. Which is which was nice. nice. It was yeah. awesome. So we were able to get Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror very quickly. And we just kind of went throughout the day. And uh, it, it was really nice to see all of those all of those rides be available for uh, the park guests as the day went along. Yeah, and then um, I ended up uh, meeting up with you guys. After that, you popped home and picked me up. And then I actually ended up purchasing a Genie Plus, probably about three thirty. Yeah, yeah, in the afternoon. You were going to join us at Magic Kingdom. So what we did is we we were trying to hit three, we were trying to hit three parks in one day, <laughs> which was crazy. Uh, we tried to do a bunch of stuff at Hollywood Studios, and then we uh, we went home to pick up Danny, and we headed over to Magic Kingdom, and then we were going to try to close the day at Epcot. And so Danny purchased the the Genie Plus 
uh, for fifteen ninety eight, and <laughs> um, so we could actually try to get on a few things at Magic Kingdom before we all hopped over to Epcot. And that day at Magic Kingdom was also fairly slow, all things considered, and a bunch of stuff was pretty readily available. We got Lightning Lanes for a Splash, Big Thunder, Pirates of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion. They were all very readily available to book within the hour. The only ones that I found tough to get, you had to wait at least a couple hours to go on via the Lightning Lane, were Peter Pan's Flight and Jungle Cruise. And we were on a time crunch, so that wasn't like our right. concern. Yeah, we were bouncing around. We were hopping. We were park hopping. Just like we always do. As park hoppers do. Exactly. Uh, and then in Magic Kingdom, the two uh, rides that are, are available for the individual purchase are uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and Space Mountain. However, Space Mountain also had only a 20-minute standby wait that day. So we ended up just getting on Space Mountain via the regular standby line. Yeah. So we did all the mountains at Magic Kingdom plus Haunted Mansion. And uh, it was it was actually a heck of a... Heck of a time, like three or four hours we were at Magic Kingdom and we hit all that stuff with Genie Plus in hand. And Aloha Isle. That's that is true. Steve loves his dull whips. He got two. That's way too much dull whip for me. <laughs> but I can't judge. I can't judge at all. I, I do like the man a good, loves his dull whips. I do like a good dole whip. He also doesn't get to have him as often as we do. <laughs> yeah. I had something at side, Magic Kingdom. Side note, I can't remember what the heck it was called, but there's a brand new offering at Aloha Isle Refreshments that contains pog juice and it is fantastic. And now one of our favorite things at Aloha Isle for a while was what was called the Kakamora float. And that was pineapple juice with blue curacao, had coconut soft serve, and there was a chocolate cake pop that looked like one of the little Kakamora coconut guys from Moana. That was our favorite thing at Aloha Isle. And as of the 50th anniversary, it is gone. Uh, however, recently it was replaced at Aloha Isle with a, uh, I can't remember the name of the drink to save my life. I'm looking it up Danny's right now. Danny's looking it up. One thing I do want to mention is uh, the Kakamura float was something that we enjoyed before the holidays last year. Right. And then it went away and they gave us a pistachio yeah. thing. And I like pistachios. But I will say that I was very sad. And then they told us it came back. And... There was happiness. And then on October 1st, it was gone. But yeah. they replaced it with... A Tropical Serenade for $6.99. It was a, uh, a Pog Juice uh, concoction with coconut soft serve and an upside-down pineapple cake pop. And uh, it was awesome. The Pog Juice is always a fan favorite. Uh, you definitely can't go wrong with anything that contains Pog Juice. Right. And um, when you add that coconut soft serve, which was Already amazing. Already amazing. And I didn't love the cake pop. I loved it. But Danny really liked it. I, I greatly prefer chocolate or vanilla when it comes to cake pops. But it was good. It was it was it was tasty, but it definitely wasn't my favorite cake pop for sure. I would put one between each of my fingers <laughs> and eat them walking yeah. through the park if I could. They were one thing I did like about the um the tropical serenade is the pineapple cake pop wasn't super sweet yes yeah, that was very true yeah. um so i will say that the tropical serenade in my opinion wasn't quite as sweet and i think it was just like the pog juice might not be as sweet yeah or maybe i the best part was the concoction that the melted coconut soft serve made in the pog juice and you could kind of stir it up and drink it through a straw that that was really tasty yeah i think we'll probably here soon we're gonna have to have like an episode where we just talk about new snacks that yeah, we've tried because there's, right. there's a bunch of stuff that we have tried that we need to talk about but we got to you know do that as yeah. well and we I, were only at magic kingdom for like three hours and i also was able to get something to eat um there i got something to eat at um friar's nook right friar's nook, yeah yeah and so uh you know we had plenty of time for that and then we went ahead and jumped on the monorail to get over to Epcot. And, and yeah, so we ended up at Epcot about an hour and a half, two hours before closing. And our goal was to hit a few things. We wanted to hit Soren because Steve was with us and he doesn't, um, he isn't able to ride Soren very often. He likes Soren. And we actually ended up getting 1B, the best seat in the house. And we, and we really liked that ride. It was awesome. Um, we wanted to hit Frozen Ever After, which we did, and we wanted to see Harmonious, which we did. 
and that was a heck of a day, and we got a ton of stuff done, and it was all made possible by the $15.98 Genie Plus. Yeah, like we got to have even, you know, get our some food at um, food and wine on yeah. top of that. And yeah. that's something we're just like not even, you know, considering because we were just able to like right. grab food and run. Like I got those noodles from China and like ate them on the way to find you guys at Harmonious. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, the only thing that uh, as far as the $15.98 Genie Plus goes that was tough to book was Test Track. And because everything else was basically available, Frozen Ever After and Remy's Ratatouille Adventure are the individual Lightning Lane purchases. Um, but uh, Test Track was unavailable for the rest of the evening when we were hopping to Epcot. Uh, so we weren't able to use Genie Plus on Test Track. But, you know, we, we booked Soren. We had a great ride on Soren. We ended up getting on Frozen Ever After and we saw Harmonious uh, at the end of the night to close out the crazy park hopping day with chip and steve and it was uh it was definitely worth the the fifteen ninety eight for me because i got to do the extra park how did you feel about having it from three o'clock on i mean i thought it was i thought it was worth it even just for that because when you have somebody who's here and we had other friends who visited recently yeah, too yeah. Yeah, our friend Chris uh, actually came down as well and joined uh, Chip and myself at the park earlier in the day on Friday. And we actually purchased Genie Plus that day as well to try to maximize our day because I actually had to work uh, early in the morning. And uh, it, w- it was nice to uh, to be able to get through a bunch of stuff in the parks with them. They knocked out almost an entire park at Hollywood Studios before I even got there. And actually for the days that you guys got Genie Plus, I actually only used it for probably like eight hours ish but i mean you got to book a bunch of stuff it's so worth it i mean i I can't even put into words how worth it it is but i do want to kind of talk about what it's like to use it because i'm sure you guys are kind of going you know is this is it easy to use like you guys are at the parks all the time is this just something you're used to absolutely not this is brand new to us too right Right, we're still learning the ropes, and we're still trying to figure it out, and where things are in the app, and how to how to book things because it is a little confusing, at least on my end, on my phone, the way it was working. Um, I don't know if anybody else is having a different experience, but when you go to your first park of the day and you're planning on park hopping, you it's very easy to access the rides from the first park of the day that you're going to, and when you hit on your home screen, it says choose a genie plus experience and you go down and it shows all the rides from the first park you're going to. Right. When you park hop, you actually have to go find, scroll down and you have to find a thing that says change park. Right. And then you have to select the new park that you're going to. And then even on that menu where you showed all the rides from the first park you're going to, that is still going to show the rides from the first park you went to. The only way for you to access right now, the rides for the second park that you're going to go to is via the tip board which once you change that selection say you're going from hollywood studios to magic kingdom you change it from hollywood studios to magic kingdom on the tip board it'll then show magic kingdom stuff right but not in the original spot where you were looking at your hollywood studios rides right so it's a little confusing to kind of find that it took me a few minutes to figure that out but once you figured it out you knew where it was it was pretty easy to access Here's my whole thing about this. Um, So I think that once you understand what you're trying to do, that this app is very user-friendly, in my opinion. Now, I know that we've kind of discussed that it's a little bit busy. It's very busy. There's a lot of words on the screen. However, there's a lot that you're doing because you're literally, from your phone, choosing rides based on all sorts of pieces of information that are important to your day. And, you know, the app is giving you all that information where when you go back to when you used to walk up and, you know, scan your ticket and a, a fast pass used to pop out a paper fast pass, you didn't have any of those options. You just right. got what you got. And you would have to walk up there and, you know, hope that there were fast passes. And if there wasn't, a little sheet of paper would pop out that said, there are no more fast passes today. <laughs> right, right. And even if you walked across the park, it did not matter. But um, 
so I feel like there's a lot of information to be considering. There is definitely a ton of information on the app. Now, when we're just going to kind of talk about what it's like to actually use it. So again, one of the things we talked about was at midnight, you can buy your Genie Plus. Right. Now, do you know if at midnight you can also buy your Lightning Lane or is that at 7? I believe that is at 7 for resort guests, 9 o'clock for non-resort guests. That's right. So we said we were going to also discuss this earlier. So if you are staying on property, one of the questions that people have asked us recently is, is there like a perk to staying on property? Yeah, absolutely. First off, the Disney bubble. But one thing that's new is being able to book your very first Genie Plus Lightning Lane at 7 a.m. or to be able to have first dibs to those individual Lightning Lane purchases for those top tier rides that you want to ride. And you also get 30 minutes at the start of the day for going on things if you're a resort guest. Right. So you can actually knock out a ton of stuff if you wanted to. Get up at 7, book your first Lightning Lane, go rope drop a couple rides before the public's even allowed in. You could really knock it out if you'd like to go up early. Right. And now one thing I do want to mention is if you um, if you go to the park early and you um, are staying on property, if you book your first Lightning Lane, if you get Genie Plus and you ver- book your first Lightning Lane at 7 a.m., the earliest you can, you do not get to book a second one two hours later. Everybody starts at 9 a.m. So that's when your time resets. So if you book that first lightning lane at 7 a.m., if it's more than two hours away, you can book your second one at 11 a.m. So Unless you use it. Unless you use it, of course, right. But um, I I thought that was something interesting if you're staying on property... And you're trying to kind of game plan these things. You get first dibs, but it's not like a super advantage. Right. You can't, as soon as 9 a.m. hits, you can't get a second one. Right. Um, that's when everybody is, that's like their, the starting point for everybody. You just kind of get a, a head start. Head start. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, once you purchase these things, first off at midnight, and then if you're a resort guest, 7 a.m., you're able to make those first um, reservations at 9 a.m. Um, for everybody else. Then from there, um, I think that this is really easy to use. Now, it really depends on how you want to go about this. Some people like to book things that they're able to do sooner and try to knock out a bigger amount of um, amount of rides. So like maybe you want to do five rides before you park hop. And some people prefer to snag those rides that they don't want to wait in a really long line for. Mm -hmm. So I think that when you go into this, um, the biggest thing is knowing what your most important uh, experiences are for the day. Yep. So the other thing is making sure that you're paying attention to those ride times throughout the day. So maybe you want to book a lightning lane and one of the wait times is really long Maybe you want to wait till it's a little bit shorter. That doesn't mean that's how long it's going to be all day. Right. Um, The other cool thing is Genie actually shows um, basically a forecast for when they think those rides are going to, the wait times are going to be longer and when they're going to be shorter. So I think that one of the things that we learned was kind of to play it strategically the way that your group wants to go about things. Um, How did you feel about kind of meandering through the app and using it for the first time over this past week? I thought it was super easy. Um, Like I said, I do have a a couple of qualms about it where I do think it is very busy. There's a lot of words on the screen. And when it comes to things you're looking at on a small screen, when there's a lot of words, it can be a little tough to read. But it is very easy to navigate if you know exactly what you're doing and you have some experience using it. Um, Overall, I thought it was a great experience. Uh, the only the issue that I experienced on my end, and I talked to you about this before we started, right? the only real issue that I saw was the fact that you could not get a lightning lane for Slinky Dog Dash like until the end of the day, basically, even before the public had access to book them. Yeah. Um, like I said before, I, I went on the the app because we were going to Hollywood Studios first. I went on the app at eight fifty five just to see how uh, how things were going with the resort guests and how how many things were um, 
a little bit later, how many things we could get right away. And I noticed that at 8.55, five minutes before I could even book anything, that Slinky Dog Dash's first ride on the Lightning Lane was 5.10 p.m. And guys, that's crazy. So this is for everybody who had paid that $15.98. Right. To be able to get those Lightning Lane spots um, that Slinky Dog, they were already taken. Yeah. And that just show like shows you how in demand that ride is. Right. It's always been in demand, too. That ride is never shorter than 60 minutes, like ever. So a couple things that I feel like we discussed uh, was, first off, why is Slinky Dog not a paid that, attraction? <laughs> that's the one I said to you right when they announced which rides were going to be paid and which ones were going to be part of Genie Plus that I was shocked that Slinky Dog was not the paid ride versus Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. Right. Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway is a people eater. It gets people through, even on regular standby lines, like 30, 40 minutes most times. Busy days, it can get up to 60. Right. But it's usually around 30, 35, 40, somewhere around there. You can just put so many more people on those trains, and they come through so much faster. Exactly. And Slinky Dog is never below 60 minutes. Like, ever. Maybe at the end of the day, or if you rope drop it, maybe. But it's almost never below 60 minutes. So I thought with supply and demand and how many people love that ride and want to go on it, and how many people still haven't been on it, and it's only three or four years old, uh, I'm shocked that that was not the uh, the second um, paid Lightning Lane ride behind Rise of the Resistance. I personally think that like you said before, that they should add that to the individual lightning lane, like buy it, you know, one paid for this, you get to ride it one time. But I also think that it should not be um, in the lower of the price range that they're offering it for because it's going very fast. And if they, if they are like, here, buy it for $7. It's going to sell. It's going to, it's going to sell out. We're going to have the same problem. Right. And what we need to do is we need to make sure that um, that the price matches the need. Right. And but you also can't have both rides at Hollywood Studios be fifteen dollars. I say eleven. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point because it goes anywhere from seven to fifteen. Right. As and, of right now. And you know, if it's when rise is thirteen, make it nine. Right. So, like you know, as it fluctuates, it. yeah. But I mean, think about during Christmas this year. If this is already $1 selling out, one billion dollars. But like seriously, though, here we go. <laughs> that's it. You know, they would make so much money. <laughs> like screw Bienvenido it. says, Linky Dog Dash. I have all of your dinero. <laughs> that's going to be the new yeah, uh, the yep. new voiceover when you exactly. ride the ride. I've got all your money. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> and people will be ha- people will be happy about it. <laughs> it's pretty good. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I really do think it should be paid for. Yeah. I really do. I I it's just it's it's tough to be able to like, you know, if people get into the park after 11 or w- want to book something after 11 that yeah. they have to wait in line after paying that money. Yeah, right. And it's unfortunate that, you know, it kind of comes with the territory. If you want to get on Slinky Dog the way it's booked right now in the regular Lightning Lane, then you're just going to have to book it for 5 o'clock. I mean, it, it is what it is. But that's if you can even get it. Right, right. But you're not going to get be able to get it first thing in the morning because of the resort guests, and that's what you just got to kind of understand going into it right now. If you want to ride Slinky Dog, just plan on doing it later in the day. So the other thing that I think we discussed is not an issue, but something that we think that they'll probably we'd like to see tweaked mm-hmm. is the way that the paid passes are distributed. So meaning if you want to get rise of the resistance um, and it's $15 a person, those are gone before what? 10 AM, right? Oh yeah. Right away. So my, my issue with that is how is it's just, it makes it very difficult. If you want to park hop that if you want to park hop specifically for that, yeah, you can go ahead and like stand in line, but then if it's a two hour wait, you're kind of, you know, losing that opportunity to to for more guests to access it. And so 
I think one of the things that we had discussed was that we would like to see two drops. Yeah, yeah, right at park open. And in my opinion, I think the second drop should be at two o'clock when park hoppers are allowed to come in. I think it should be at, what do we say, seven though, right? Correct, yeah. Because if, you know, if, if the resort guests get a bunch of it, then so you got to wait till two. Right. That's part of part of the game. But they shouldn't sell out for the entire day before 9 a.m. Right. And we get it. Supply and demand. There's only so many that you can sell before actually selling the lightning lane isn't worth it. And dramatically slowing down the standby line. Right. So there is there's a balance. Because there. that was the biggest issue with the old fast pass system is that it hurt the standby line so bad that it was borderline insufferable to stand into it in one of the standby lines. Yeah. And the one of the things that I have seen some people mention, it's not like overly discussed, but I've seen some people say, well, why don't, you know, if we stay on property, why don't we get Genie Plus included? Why don't we get more than one lightning lane? Why aren't these things like already part of the package when you're paying for it? Because we're going to have the same problems Bill just talked about. <laughs> exactly. Um, if we have three lightning lanes that you can set up, those wait times are going to shoot up. On top of that, um, you're just we're just going to be clogging up the lines. Yeah. And then on top of that, if Genie Plus is already included in you know your resort stay, all of a sudden you've got all of these other people who are taking spaces in the lines and these lines are getting bigger and longer. And again, we're going to be back where we are. We were when FastPass was, you know, such a, honestly, it was a pain. And, and just to kind of build off your point, I'm very glad that the Genie Plus thing isn't included in any level of the annual passes either. Me too. Because that was another thing. Disney World has so many annual pass holders, including us. We're annual pass holders. I would a thousand percent pay more for it. Oh, a hundred percent. But part of the reason why Fast Pass was such a struggle, and because people could hold three of them, and you had tens of thousands of people staying at resorts and tens of thousands of people living in Florida, all owning three Fast Passes a day, and it slowed the lines down to the point where it was miserable to not be in a Fast Pass lane. Right. I feel like we rarely sit in a standby line. Yeah. And honestly, right now, standing in a standby line is generally not bad. As long as you're moving, it's fine. Also, play it strategically. If there's a 120-minute wait, go do something else and <laughs> yeah, see if it right. slows down. Right, and it usually does. Or do it at the very end of the day. Like, don't don't jump in like the longest lines yeah. just because it's in front of you. Think about what you're doing when you go to a park, especially if you go in the morning and you're going like just after rope drop. Right. Do not go to the most popular ride just after rope drop. Right. It will literally be the longest wait of the day. If yeah. you go to the most popular ride just after rope drop, it will be so long. Rise of the resistance every morning is 120, 140 minutes. Every morning. There was a day that Danny and I went to Hollywood Studios last week. At We were at, at Hollywood Studios at like 5 p.m. And Rise of the Resistance was 40 minutes. It's like, just just figure out what you want to do. Don't do the silly things. Yeah. And one other thing that I want to mention, and I hope, I pray that everybody hears this. $15.98 is per person per day at other theme parks that ranges from about $70 to $200 per sure. person per day. Yep. Would you like to pay $200 to have genie plus per person per day? Cause I don't. And I think that the price point is very fair and it's more than fair. It definitely like it levels the playing field, not giving these things out as included as, you know, different um, perks for things. Right. And it blows my mind that this $15 per person per day is an argument. Yeah. You've got to be kidding me because $200, if we had gone to another theme park 
over the past two weekends, we would have paid four hundred dollars for express passes if we didn't already have it on our annual pass. That's wild. But I, I mean, I don't have that. Do you have no, that? No, <laughs> no. I mean, I do have it, but I'm not going to spend it on that. Right. <laughs> um, but overall, I think uh, the two times that we have used Genie Plus thus far, and we definitely will not use it every single time. You know, when we're going to full park days with friends, it's definitely worth the fifteen ninety eight for sure. But if we're going to just kind of pop in and do a couple things, then no, it's it's not worth spending the money to go on two rides. That you might as well just do two paper rides on the more popular rides. Um, it, it just doesn't really make a lot of sense for us to do it every time we go to the park. But it's it's definitely an option. It's definitely something that we'll keep in the back of our minds going forward, because it did work out so well on the first day that we went, and it worked out amazing in our three park day a couple of days ago. Yeah. Um, I, overall, what are your, what are your overall thoughts? As far as Genie Plus goes? Yes. Um, I would definitely use it again. Like I said, not every time, but I would definitely use it again just because the cost is still at a point where it's so low that it's actually a steal. Um, I would imagine that some point in the next six to 12 months, we'll probably see an increase on that. Um, but even if it doesn't increase a ton, it's it's definitely still worth it if you're trying to knock out a bunch of things in a single day. So overall, I think that what I have found is that the people who don't like Genie Plus have either not used it uh-huh. or decided not to pay for it for their visit. Sure. And they're like, oh, well, look at all the people using the service that I didn't get for free. Well, you got to pay to play, friends. Um, and if you're not happy that you didn't get Genie Plus, then I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Buy it. Get it. Um, and overwhelmingly people who have paid for it seem to be very happy with it. Yeah. Um, overall it's been a good experience. They're, they're going to tweak the user experience in the app, but overall I thought it was, uh, I thought it was pretty easy to use and, and it definitely helped us maximize our time at the parks. I also, um, have seen some people say things that I'm like, there's no way. Like I saw somebody say they bought Genie Plus and got on two rides the whole day. You're just doing it wrong. Well, I don't think you even like did you, did tried. you try to book Slinky Dog at five ten and then think you couldn't hold another one until then? And like, is that what the issue was? Maybe exactly. And uh, overall, if you see anything negative, I highly encourage you to question it. Yeah, Be- because in our experience from paying money and using it to just us, you know, doing our research and our due diligence on what everybody else has seen and experienced overwhelmingly is positive. And the, I would say that the groups, the Facebook groups, and sometimes the, on Twitter, a lot of those people just haven't experienced any of this yet. If there is any negative talk about it. Also, if you're confused by the experience, there's plenty of cast members that are around that are ready to answer your questions. They've all been very highly trained on this genie plus experience, or you can reach out to us. You can reach out to us, shoot us a message on any of our social medias and we'll be happy to answer. We, we answer everything. Anytime you guys send us a message, we always answer it. Ask anyone who sent us a message before we will always respond May not be right away, but we will always respond. And so if you have any questions about our experience with Genie Plus that we didn't cover in this episode, definitely ask away or ask one of the cast members in the parks. So just to close up, guys, um, I did want to just say a big thank you to anybody this week who has um, been very supportive and um, taking care of us this week. Thank you. Um, We will probably discuss at a later date but we just wanted to say a a very large thank you it's been you're okay it's just been a very difficult week and so again we'll talk about it at a later time um but we appreciate the love and support and you know the distraction of getting to go to the theme parks and um you know just taking care of us Mm -hmm. and some good people out there also you know all the cast members even though they didn't know it and they probably would never listen to this and connect the dots but thank you to the magic makers yeah because you never know what people are going through and you know being able to you know have that to lean back on has been wonderful um and so I just wanted to say thank you so much. 
we we love you guys and we're just overwhelmingly grateful to be surrounded by the love that we are surrounded by um both myself um us and my family and so thank you um and honestly we're we're just so grateful for you guys and then to as everything goes forward and we keep moving forward we get to experience the holidays and everything we're very very excited to be bringing you guys with us and if you're listening to this thank you for being a part of the magic that a couple of park hoppers is be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all other podcast platforms. Be sure to follow at Park Hopper Show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and now join over 26,000 people following us on TikTok. Head over to YouTube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our ever-growing channel for theme park videos and more. For one-stop access to all of our created content and to visit our merchandise store, visit a couple of parkhoppers.com and until next time we'll, we'll see, see you around, around the, the parks, parks.